0: It's Hami Media Group's 2 million download celebration. Hami Media would like to say thank you to all of our sponsors for supporting our free independent media platform. As we continue to grow with listener and sponsor support, we look forward to partnering with other creators looking to grow their audience, artists, debuting their work, and offering the best artisan products for our listeners to enjoy thank you to the following sponsors stevie richards fitness stuck at home gyms closed you can be a band new you anywhere with the stevie richards fitness resistance band training program head over to stevie and join the srf resistance today zordos olive oil zordos olive oil imported ultra premium greek olive oil available now at zordosoliveoil.com taste a difference for yourself the coffee broasters at TheBroasters.com. The only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee Get up and have a cup of bro bro Exclusively from the brosters.com. ProWrestlingTees.com The best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers Podcast and hosts from Hami Media Group and Russo Brand Is to get their merchandise exclusively At ProWrestlingTees.com Podcorn.com Podcorn is the place for podcasters and sponsors to network, find guests, sell ad space, and create new opportunities to build your brand at podcorn.com. And Hami Media Group welcomes our newest sponsor, Tech Memes Ride Home Podcast. When the New Yorker Magazine asked Mark Zuckerberg how he gets his news, he said the one news source he definitely follows is Tech Meme. For more than two years and 700 episodes, the Tech Meme Ride Home has been Silicon Valley's favorite tech news podcast. The Tech Meme Ride Home is a daily podcast, only 15 to 20 minutes long, and every day by 5 p.m. Eastern it's all the latest tech news and to the one podcast anyone who's anyone in Silicon Valley listens to every single day search your podcast app now for ride home and subscribe to the tech meme ride home podcast
1: well then we're just gonna have to save Terrence and fill ourselves what think about it you guys What would Brian Boytano do? He'd figure out a way to rescue Terrence and Philip before they're executed. We can't do anything. Our mom's organization is too strong. Well, then we'll round up all the grounded kids in town and start our own organization. An organization to help save Terrence and Philip. Hey, yeah, our own secret club. I guess that could work. We have to try. What would Brian Boitano do if he was here right now? He'd make a plan and he'd follow through. That's what Brian Boitano do. When Brian Boitano was in the Olympics skating for the gold, he did two cows and a triple lutz while wearing a blindfold. When Brian Boitano was in the Alps fighting grizzly bears, he used his magical fire breath and saved the maiden's day. So what would Prime Boy do if he were here today? I'm sure he'd kick an ass or two. That's what Prime Boy do. I want this speech out of me. It has stunted my vocabulary. And I just want my mom to stop fighting everyone. Or Wendy I'll be an activist too, cause that's what Brian Voitano do. And what like Brian Voitano do? He call the kids in town, and tell them to unite for truth. That's what Brian Voitano
2: do. Did someone say my name? Who are you? I'm Brian Dennehy. What?
1: No, not fucking Brian Dennehy! So get the fuck out of here! Oh. Bye. When Brian Boy Tonto dropped through time to the year 3,010 he fought the evil Robot King to saved the human race again. And when Brian Boy built the pyramid, he beat up Kubla Khan. Cause Prime doesn't take shit from anybody. <laughs> oh. Oh. Together and not to stop our moms. And we'll say that Philip too, cause that's what Brian Boy Tano do. And we'll say chance and
2: fill too. Cause that's what Brian Boy Tono do that's what Brian Boitano do. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition a Chick Mah Bad. Right here. On uh, you know, a litany of different networks, hackerhome dot as well as uh we on a Bunch of other networks, YouTube, Spotify, everything else. Uh, but, of course, I'm your host, the most lives on the West Coast. Yeah, boy, MSG. You follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Each and every week I am joined by my boy, Steve Jackson.
3: And we're not alone today. He's back.
4: He's <laughs> he is, is, is. ladies and gentlemen.
1: He's a boy.
4: I'm like herpes. I'm the gift that comes around for life and you never really plan on it.
3: Yeah, you know, it's that herpes that you like, though.
4: Yeah, and cool. At least I'm likable.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another edition, as we mentioned, of Suck My Balls. If you listened to part one, this is part two of Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. And where we left off in the end of the last episode was the boys or were just trying to get the V trick or sorry, Cartman just got the V chip put inside of his brain. And uh, we kind of skipped over a couple things because we wanted to go ahead and give you the outro song of the law resistance. But we would be remiss if we didn't mention a couple different scenes that happened before this. It was pretty good. So let's talk about the very first thing that just happened, as you heard from the intro. What would Brian Boy Tano do? That's when they decided, you know what? We just we need to kind of get together ourselves as the kids because our parents aren't going to listen to us, and we need to form our own political activist group to save Terrence and Philip. And of course, the ultimate question being what would Brian Boy Tano do? Well, when Brian Boy Tano was, you know, fighting grizzly bears, he used his fire breath to save the maiden fair, you know. So mm-hmm. everything was going down <gasps> in that song. When Brian Brody sure. tunnel, he doesn't take shit from anybody. Yeah, that's, no. that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the that's
4: that's that's bottom line, guys. He's a that's
3: stud and he's bossy. He and doesn't he's the take best shit guy. from
4: no one. And he'd kick an ass or two. <laughs> yeah, the the
2: song. Uh, hello, hello, who who are you? I'm Brian Denny. No, not Brian Denny. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> bye. 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 Right he bye. was doing the bye before the fucking yeah. Before the bye thing. Yeah. Bye Jimmy Christmas. Ooh, bye. <laughs> so, so shortly after that you know we uh, i guess we end up going to the military scene i believe is what happens first is we've got the <laughs> the general right so he, he's all like kind of going over what's going to happen at the uh at the execution tomorrow night at the execution of, of Philip, at the u.s show afterwards we will go into battle with canada so they're they're setting up the war here uh scoop you know what, what were your up. thoughts what were your thoughts as far as them setting up this war with Canada? You
3: know, it kind of feels like how they just use any excuse like they do today to fight anybody and to go to war. Hide it under something. It's like, I really do it, but then we're going to do this. It's like, you know. Right.
2: Joe, what do you think?
4: Um, e- Even further beyond just the any excuse for war like when they start talking about the um actual operations themselves and their names and everything like even like probably even more relevant and resonant 21 years later than it was back when it came out like not to get all serious
2: and social commentary but Well, Scoob likes to do a lot of social commentary on our Instagram, on suck my balls pod and on Twitter at suck my balls pod as well. So, uh, you know, if you'd like to have those, I'm, we're open to social commentary here. We're South park. I talk right. about everything. I think that's kind of the point, right? So, yeah. I was right? Gonna
4: say, like I'm worried about social commentary on this of all shows. Right.
2: I mean, you should be, you're fine. You know? Right. So right. I mean, if, if but definitely, I mean, there was definitely some racial undertones here in this scene as far as how they're setting up, and even so much further when they get into the war. Uh, let's cut to a clip here, guys. So I'm going to bring up uh, when they're Mr. Garrison and Mr. Mackey, or I'm sorry, Mr. Garrison and yeah, Mr. Mackey and Mr. Hat, uh, they open up this scene here as they're, you know, Mr. <laughs> Garrison's excited. I'm going to get some fucking Poon Tang. Yeah. Uh, so let's go into this scene. I here. can't wait. I can't what? wait for sure or Leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're fighting Canadians.
5: Canadians, Australians, what's the
2: difference? Yeah, this uniform makes me feel like a tough, brute man, Mr. Hat. It sure does, Mr. Kerosene. Oh boy, I can't wait for our first shore leave so I can get me some fucking poontag. Pay attention!
0: Tomorrow night is the USO show for all you troops. There will be celebrities followed by the execution of Terrence and William. After the show, we will finally be sending ground troops into Canada. So let's strategize. Map! Our sources have told us that the Canadians are preparing for our invasion, so we must use Tartan. Each battalion has a specific code name and mission. Battalion 5, raise your hands. You will be the all-important first attack wave, which we will call Operation Human Shield. Hey, wait a minute. Now keep in mind, Operation Human Shield will suffer heavy losses. Battalion 14? Right. You are Operation Get Behind the Darkies. You will follow Battalion 5 here and try not to get killed, for God's sake. Are there any questions, men? Yes, soldier.
5: Have you ever heard of the Emancipation
0: Proclamation? I don't listen to hip-hop. I don't listen to hip-hop.
2: I don't listen to hip hop. You guys, by the way, I, my bad. I should have said we don't have to be muted for that. We only need to be muted for the songs, but I was already in the middle of the clips. Because <laughs> it's, it's fine when we talk about it. Uh, but yes, Operation Get Behind the Dark Edge. <laughs> <laughs> so racist. But you know what? Like so, I don't, I'm sure. So that was, is the military. Let's talk about this. You guys, this. Are, the, you guys are in the military. This. So why don't you guys break it down? Tuskegee Airmen.
3: Like, there's, there's like, the biggest and total, like, glaring truth that
4: the military is completely racist. And it still is. Oh, totally. Totally. So. It, that, it's, yeah, it's completely racist. Um, Friggin, I could totally see uh, an officer, or I was Navy, so I call them khakis. I could totally see a khaki answering i don't listen to hip-hop when being asked if he knows the emancipation proclamation right it it was funny when i was a teenager after i got out it was even funnier and like i can i'm fairly sure the only time i ever heard the words i can't wait for shore leave so i can get some fucking poontang was when we were making fun of that scene (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can't wait for some fucking Poontang. Get me some fucking Poontang. I love the look that Mackie's giving him. Like, yeah, Poontang. Right, Right. sure, buddy.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm What about you, Scoop? Have you you had any uh, iterations of branch? You were in the Air Force, right? Yeah. So, did you have any uh, racial undertones, jokes? Did you witness any of that uh, while your time serving in the military? Um. Like, been like you know t- 10 years ago by the way guys we're talking you know 10 12 years ago not
3: yeah, now, so. yeah. Uh, there was just um differences in pay uh levels of respect um it wasn't until the chief master of the air force was an actual black dude did things actually kind of start to change a little bit that's when i personally kind of noticed it um die down just a little bit where you know the, the white man wasn't as cuz you know uh, even, even at basic, you know, uh, I remember the TI looking at one black kid. This black kid went to Harvard, by the way, and he enlisted to uh, because of nine eleven, and <clears throat> but he had tattoos. But the TI even looked at him and he was like, "Oh, what you know, felon can't do nothing with his life now? He's got to join the military. Well, you're gonna wash up out of here real quick." And it's and, you know that that was like the you know one of the first and only real. Where it's just like, damn, dude, like if you only knew, like this is a smart ass black dude who went to Harvard, had a huge future, and decided to enlist in the airport. What?
4: Right. And I saw some instances like that in boot camp. Um, and like I said, I know I could see a khaki answering that, but like my actual command, we had a uh, we had a uh black command master chief, so it was pretty much the same thing. Like you can't really not that anyone should have, but like they started if anyone was an asshole like that or a racist or something, they started them well shit. We really can't do that if the top enlisted on this ship is is black. So yeah. that that command, it was uh it didn't really happen a lot. It I'm not gonna say it didn't happen, but it didn't happen a lot. It definitely didn't happen in my shop. My shop was super diverse and all that, but it, but like I'm not going to say it didn't happen either. Right.
2: So no, I get right. that. And mm-hmm. I, you know, we'd be re- we'd be remiss, of course, we're recording mm-hmm. this uh, at the end of August, the last or second to last day of August here. Unfortunately, at a, the young age of 43, actor Chadwick Boseman passed away, who mm-hmm. became such a huge cultural figure. I think for mm-hmm. uh, African Americans or just people of color in general um by show having a you know someone as an imagery that they can look to in regards to cel- celebrity status or having representation uh themselves on the screen yeah. and you look at some of the roles that even most recently with the black panther i mean the guy played jackie robinson i mean the list goes Let's, on and on talk so, about it for
3: a second like he was taking you know chemo and shit yeah while and filming and if you look at
2: his body dude
3: and the way that he maintained shape, dude. Let's just let's just like take a second and acknowledge how yeah incredible that actually is in itself to just stay that physically fit while go while fighting fucking cancer, right? So and- like, man, that dude is pretty powerful, like that. right? It's it's such a shame that he's gone.
2: Wakanda, forever. Black Panther
3: was great. I love that movie.
2: Wakanda forever, guys. Well, anyway, let forever. Let's- Let's get let's get to some South Park. Not to deviate. There's there's a funny scene in here in the next point of the scene. He goes where uh, like the, the the computer starts malfunctioning and it starts to break down. And he goes, "God damn it! Get Bill Gates in here! So,
0: <laughs> fucking <laughs> Windows ninety eight!
2: Fucking Windows ninety
0: eight! You said Windows ninety eight would be better. It is better. We it is better. It. Over
2: five <laughs> billion times." Boom! Blasted, and I think uh, in this current day and age, a lot of people would like to see Bill Gates get blown ahead. Now, I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying is figuratively. He, saying people is he still
3: the richest him. man in the world?
4: Still?
2: No, it's, uh, be?
4: Bezos. Oh, it's Bezos.
3: It's Bezos overtook. Okay. Yeah,
4: it's be- Bezos is still number one, despite the divorce settlement that made his wife number four. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you look it up in Forbes, it says source of bro. income,
2: divorce. <laughs> uh, bro, what am I doing moving to Denver when they live here in Seattle? Like, I should be fr- trying to find her.
4: Right? Oh, like, geez. what's up? Oh, jeez.
2: So, hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, <laughs> how's,
4: how's it going?
3: How's it going?
4: Looking for a sugar, mama. I'm totally ripped, you guys.
3: Totally Tell shit. Well, so, now over the week though, Elon Musk is now number
2: eight. <laughs> so he jumped up, is what you're saying? Yeah,
3: he's now number eight richest from the like two billion that Tesla's raised over the past couple of months. Jeez. Yeah, dude, Tesla's up like nine hundred and eighty percent. Yeah, <laughs> I should have bought in a little while ago, but
2: <laughs> hey, at least you did.
3: At least you bought in already, right? Now I got more than two and a half shares. So. Nice. That's banked, dude. Uh, dude uh, yeah, that's Through Monday's going to be insane. I'm going to get split? messages from you. I'm going to be like, dude, I'm rich. Or I'm going to be like, I'm broke. No, I'm rich. I'm broke. I'm rich.
2: Great. I can't wait to turn oh, my phone off. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> and uh, the friggin' general in that scene. like said everything us nerds wanted to say to bill gates at that
2: time right that's kind of what we want to say i think that's what a lot of people want to say to him now to be honest
4: right i mean uh, windows 10 isn't anywhere
2: near as bad as 98 98 was just
4: fucking trash
2: trash well right before this scene guys we also have to explain another scene because it was part of this law resistance song and it's another great song that honestly i think this one could have been nominated for an academy award and with satan up there oh yeah this such a great jam. song this so is the this, jam yeah yeah so in this one if you will please gentlemen mute yourself here but i will i'm gonna go ahead and jump into this clip here
0: We would just lie in bed and talk
1: well, yeah, because I was still waiting to get you in bed, dummy.
0: How come you always want to make love to me from behind? Is it because you want to pretend I'm somebody else?
1: Satan, Your ass is gigantic and red. Who am I going to pretend you are? Liza Benelli? Ah, oh, don't get up, pissy. Hmm.
0: Sometimes I think when I look up Real high That there's such a big world up there I'd like to give it a try But then I sink Cause it's here I'm supposed to stay But I get so lonely down here Tell me does it have to be that way Up there, there's so much room Where babies burn and flowers bloom Everyone dreams I can dream up there, up where the skies are ocean blue, I could be safe and live without a care. Up there, they say I don't belong, i must stay below alone, because of my beliefs I'm supposed to stay where evil is sown, but what is evil anyway, is there reason to the rhyme. Without evil there could be no good, so it must be good to the evil sometime. Up there, there's so much room, where babies burn and flowers bloom. Everyone dreams I can dream too. Up there, up where the
3: skies are ocean
0: blue, I could be safe and live without a care. Live without a care. If only I can live up there. I want to live up
1: there.
4: Was I the Academy Award nominee you were talking about doing the background singing? Their scoop, or did you mean like the actual backup singers? Yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just, oh,
2: I fucking love that song. When he goes into yeah. the breakdown, living without a care, yeah, without
1: I don't a care.
2: Anyway, yeah, as you can tell, it's a great, I want to live up there. It's a great song. So unfortunately, if you're watching this on YouTube, that's all you got. You didn't get the song, but you (laughs) did get me and JV singing uh, there. But yeah, you're not going to get the song. Listen to the podcast, guys. This is the one of the very few episodes. I will continue to say the podcast is a better episode this week. But if you're watching YouTube, thank you. Because I know we look good, too. So Uh, that being said, after I don't.
3: Uh, Yeah, well,
4: you know, okay, Uh,
2: well. After that, then we get into the Law Resistance song, which you heard at the end of our episode, and that's where they combine all of the songs together. Tomorrow night,
4: we have a Our night. lives are
2: changed.
4: Tomorrow, Tomorrow night. night, we'll be entertained. in execution. An execution. Tomorrow, Tomorrow night. night. Tomorrow night.
1: Tomorrow night. night. All, there
4: is so much room where baby's purple flowers bloom. Tomorrow they're up. Tomorrow night up there is doom, and so I will be going soon. Yeah, yeah. I face. Crying, sorry, I we, we already did it last week. We yes, don't need we to do it again. It. All right, all right, all right, all
2: right, <laughs> all,
4: right all right, you guys. I, 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 I can finish. Can finish. I can
2: finish. All right. So after that, uh, they just after they have the meeting, the punch and pie. We mentioned Satan had been torturing Kenny until Saddam Hussein appeared and revealed that you know he is Satan's lover. <laughs> when Satan, when, of course, uh, Satan's going to discover that their war started on Earth, he says that with the light that it's been prophesied that he can return to Earth once the blood of these two Canadians who are by Satan's account innocent touches American soil. And, of course, Saddam made no secret of the fact that he wants to rule Earth. And then Kenny decided to try and help Satan while stopping Saddam so he can go to Cartman. I'm sorry, so he goes to Carmen as it goes to try and get him to stop the executions. All right, now we're all caught up with all the music and the scenes, and now we're right where we need to be. So now, Cartman, after the meeting, we mentioned, you know, uh, them doing their old whatever, their shtick, if you will. The USO starts to begin now at this point, but before the USO starts to begin, the boys are told that they need to go meet Gregory's friend, the mole.
3: Zemo. Zemo. Zemo
2: because the mole will help him get to uh if you will the, the stage and uh will help them rescue Terrence and Philip who are about to be executed in that electric chair. Um now of course the they also then cut to <laughs> uh like a um what is it A like a, a PSA to try to get you to join the military.
4: Uh basically an old newsreel po- propaganda film,
2: yeah. An, Love an old news. Some of those if if you can catch like some of the real
3: ones it's pretty big propaganda. Yeah, like, yeah. Join Uncle
2: Sam, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, looks like we showed them crows again, boys. Yeah, if you could go back and just look at propaganda in general, it, it's it can be pretty funny to be honest. Yeah.
4: Daffy Duck blowing up Hitler is great. Daffy Duck, <laughs> or was that Donald?
3: I think it was funny. Donald. Superman beating Hitler. We yeah. Captain America. Everybody.
2: Everybody, well, after we had that law resistance song, and they're you know, as far as them all getting ready, now we've got Satan, and and uh, we kind of glossed over this, but Satan is in bed, he's having a uh, he's reading a book that says Saddam is from Mars, and uh, Satan, Satan. or uh, Satan is from <laughs> Venus. <laughs> Here, let's go to that clip. And this, let's, I mean, you guys are. You don't have to mute yourself for this one, guys, because I want I want you to be able to talk because this is a good clip. <laughs> oh, now, that is just not appropriate. Ah, oh, come on,
0: I'm just fucking with you. It's not real. Oh, well, that's <laughs> not appropriate. I did it. Oh. Ah, oh, it's
1: not
2: real
1: either. Come on,
3: guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <What's wrong>? Oh. Ha 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 ha.
0: Soon the world will belong to me. <laughs> It's Saddam. He doesn't nurture my emotions. He, just he doesn't nurture second. my emotions. Communicate. Communicate. Come on, You're right. Come on, I'm Saddam. I'm just going to tell him, Saddam, I'm going to Earth to rule alone. I'm strong, and I don't need him. I'm Get strong, you. I don't
2: <laughs> I, I love how Kenny
3: just
4: makes it so simple. So why don't you just fucking leave him?
3: Right? You, you got to love Kenny for this. Yeah. Just
2: all knowing. Yeah. Kenny. Kenny basically not giving a fuck here and he, you know, he'll tell Satan what he wants to hear too. I mean, he's a good therapist, if you will. Kenny's always good for a lending here. And we do of course have, what did Kenny say on this episode guys, that will be coming up here at the end. As we get toward the uh, ending here, we're getting to the big climax here. But Mm -hmm. after this, as you saw there, as I was closing up the clip there, the military military now is of course getting ready for this USO Mm -hmm. show. (laughs) after you know he told him that uh satan initially agrees that saddam does get convinced though after this are you saddam's able to convince him guys he um, can change right so what happens is the military rolls through town they're talking about the uso getting set up and then they go back to satan and and saddam in hell and satan then goes and tells saddam i'm gonna go up to uh earth without you You're you're a horrible person and whatnot Saddam eventually breaks out into a song and dance. So for this one, if you guys, yes, please mute yourself. Thank you. No, you can't do that. I'm sorry, but I have
0: to be strong.
1: Satan, please, give me another chance. I have to go to Earth.
0: You don't even have respect for me.
1: I sure I do, guys. Please, just hear me out. Some people say that I'm a bad guy. They may be right. They may be right. But it's not as if I don't try, I just fuck up, try as I might. But I can change, I can change, I can learn to keep my promises, I swear it. i men open up my heart and I will share it, any minutes now I will be born again. Yes, I can change, I can change, I know I've been a dirty little bastard. I like to kill, I like to it I'm insane, but it's okay, because I can change. It's not my fault that I'm so evil. It's society. Society. You see my parents were sometimes abusive. And it made a prick of me. But I can change, I can change.
0: What if you remain a sandy little butt-oh.
1: Hey, Satan! Don't be such a twit, mother Teresa won't have shit on me. Just watch, just watch me change, and I'm changing. <laughs> You
2: see, I've really matured You see, I've really matured I've really changed
4: <laughs> And The friggin' picture over their bed Just makes me laugh every time I think it's Dahmer,
2: isn't it? I think so.
3: <laughs> yeah, Scoop, it's Dahmer.
2: Scoop, you you know, you this is your first time watching it through. What did you what was your initial thoughts with the Saddam and Satan relationship here? This uh blatantly homosexual, of course, relationship. And this of course came out what ninety nine two thousand. So like ninety nine, yeah. Yeah, so like they basically were like putting it out there too. What did you what did you think of this? I love it. It's you're just gonna continue to be a sunny little
1: butthole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yes unfortunately guys uh, Saddam convinces Satan that he's that he changed. changed through yeah. the power of breakdancing break
4: right? it, like, it had nothing to do with the song it was once he started breaking that like Saddam got like popped a chub
3: maybe he that's what we need chub. right now someone to just come out
4: mm-hmm. and just
3: like breakdance right like here's the change that we need and, just start break, and everyone just like
4: yeah someone will fucking shoot him Some fucking racist asshole would just fuck this.
2: I don't like that way he danced. Now, Cletus, he ain't doing nothing wrong. Hey, hey he's gonna be break, It'll be break dancing.
0: He tried to kick me.
3: He tried to kill me through his arm.
2: And it'll probably happen in Florida because they have a stand ground law. You see that? He was in my circle. This is my circle. He came into my area. I was standing in my ground.
4: I don't know. It looks like the North Midwest is uh, giving Florida a run for its money yeah. lately. Fuck. Yeah, right. All right. I'm going to keep
2: my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, let's get back into South Park. <laughs> so uh, when, as a result, you know, Satan cannot bring himself to break up with Saddam, and they head for the surface, much to Kenny's annoyance. Now, the USO show – begins so here's the plan the mole tells the boys this actually you know what let's go to the mole Uh, because we haven't really introduced the mole at all and i think it it, it, for the context of this episode we have to the listeners who don't know who the mole is shit shit i
0: fucking fucking hit our our
4: shit.
2: Christoph. Meanwhile, as well, I should also mention before we get into this clip, uh, Ike, of course, being Canadian, does not want to go to the internment camps. He's put above in the basement, so oh, that's where. Ike shit, is. we totally forgot about that. <laughs> well, we mentioned <laughs> yeah, the we, we mentioned the internment. Did I say internment camps? Oh,
4: I meant happy camps. Like we brought. That oh up yeah, we lot. brought it up in the propaganda film, but it didn't really. Right,
2: but of course, uh, Ike is hid. So, um you know, well, they will well, right. receive dental care in the best health.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We need to speak with the mole. I'm sorry, the mole is grounded. He can't come out and play. What?
3: He it can't it? come out and play.
1: Not see things about God. Oh, well. Can we just talk to him? Not
2: things about God.
1: Yeah. All right, Chris. All right. Hi. Uh, we're gonna go rescue Terence and Philip from the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Who, are you? Who said Shit! You? That grizzly kid. He said you could sneak us in. <laughs> are you telling me that you intend to break into the U.S. Show, filled with thousands of soldiers, and break out Terrence and Philip? <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I do. You want to save Tasman up and stop the war and stuff. And stuff. Help you. I'm grounded in my room for the next three days. So are we. The, the next three days. Why are you grounded? Why? God hates me. God hates me. That's why. God hates me twice, why? <laughs> <laughs> my life miserable. So I call him a cock-sucking asshole. <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> sure Meet me in the backyard in five minutes. Viva la, resistance. Viva la resistance We're not gonna
2: fucking take any more we're, so we're not gonna fucking take any more of this shit <laughs> Oh man uh, Oh dude And like, like well, I'm not gonna play it later But there's another part When now when they get into the US so, And he's like Love Do you think my mother loved me When she tried to stick a coat hanger up her vagina And tried to kill me <laughs> <laughs> And they're like Yo dude this kid's pretty fucked up Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so that's, that is Zemo. That is Zemo. 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 So Zemo takes them to the USO show. And here's their plan, okay? The plan is, he's going to um, have the boys, Stan and Kyle, distract the rest of the USO show, people on stage, what's going on. Gregory, in the meantime, will be burying a hole underground, up under the stage, to get Terrence and Phil him out, and then get them to the rendezvous point. And Cartman has one job. His one job is to turn the switch off. So, shut up the power, Cartman. So he's like, and he tells Cartman, it's, uh, you know, please, make." he's like, shut off the power. And then he's like, oh, okay. He's like, no, shut off the goddamn power. I fucking hate guard dogs. He's like, all right, goddamn. Goddamn, <laughs> So <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, so... Uh, Cartman himself, he, uh, has this V chip, as we mentioned. And, you know, anytime he cusses now, he's getting shocked. Uh, when, <laughs> could you imagine if that was real though? So you can't my say, fuck. So you can't I say just, shit. I would be, i would be you exactly can't say, like- my <laughs> name's Eric Cartman and I'm the fattest fucking piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. This movie is why I didn't give my dog a shock collar.
3: Right? Never believed in that shit.
2: Yeah, but that's a good question. Uh, you know, Could this really happen? Could they install V-chips into the next generation of kids to, uh, I don't know, curb some of their attitudes if parents are not willing to be... Uh, yeah, that Parents are willing to discipline their kids. That's
4: quite our Orwellian,
2: dude.
4: I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying that is quite Orwellian. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. Well, look, read the book
2: like uh yeah. you know we got to walk under thermo
4: scanners now
2: so mm. in china they're already doing social credit scores not long before that's here and what was it in wisconsin or somewhere in the midwest they made the chip and people volunteer to put that shit in there. And they're like they, just, they walk up to the vending machine and they just buy their fucking drink i'm like Mm-mm. not today satan not today <laughs> not doing that not doing no that no way i'll go live out in the woods before i do that that's just me. That's just me, though. I don't know. So, while what they decide to do, guys, is we the boys decide to go into the US military show. And at first, the USO show uh, was they bring out Winona Ryder. So, Winona Ryder comes out, she's like, hey, wow, guys, war. I mean, yeah. Wow. 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 wow guys. <laughs> and now so- for my ping pong. Now, for my famous ping pong ball trick. So, the trick they kind of insinuate a couple of things. They insinuate that the ball, the ping pong balls, are coming out of her vagina. But then at the conclusion of this, the dun dun dun, she's actually holding a ping pong paddle board. So, it kind of gives you the illusion did they just come out of her vagina and then she's hitting them? Or was she, did they just put the paddle in there to throw off the MPAA people so that way they didn't go, ew, the uh, ping pong balls are coming out of the vagina. Right.
3: Definitely for the, the MPAA. Yeah.
4: Probably for the MPAA because like, I thought they even show her like actually hitting the last one. There, didn't miss a single one. Oh my God, did you hear what Winona Ryder's doing?
2: Right, and while that's going on, Car- the military people, Cartman, is now circling around the building looking for the switch. He's looking for the switch, and Kenny shows up again, and Kenny shows up to warn him. Hey, Saddam Hussein and Satan are coming. Saddam Hussein and Satan are coming? Yeah, they're going to come up if uh, Terrence and Philip get uh, shot or the blood of the Canadians spill. What? And so he he's, he's like, but we're, we're running out of time. You have to go now! And then this freaks out Cartman. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't turn off the switch. He right. Which Kenny
4: trying to prevent it from happening almost actually
2: actually leads to yeah it, it does happen it does yeah. happen That's because of Kenny trying to fuck with them right otherwise they had they had it under control. Now, while this is going on, we get into one of the most we get into the one of the most famous South Park songs of all time. Uh, We also get into uh, uh, Matthew Schaefer's twelve year old Matthew Schaefer's first animation uh, nudity, and of course, it was Big Gay Al. (laughs)
4: Oh, it's Big Gay Al. Oh yeah, I'm super. Thanks for for
3: asking. Super. Thanks for asking. All things considered,
2: I couldn't be much better. I must say all right well ladies and gentlemen that's all you're gonna get right now of the music because of course due to copyright reasons we can't play here on the pot on the youtube but if you're listening to this on the podcast you're about to be uh bedazzled in your eardrums with some uh big gay owl
5: wrote about the war oh but we haven't rehearsed sing it yeah sing it oh i can't sing the fucking song well all right if you insist i'll sing my song i believe it goes a little bit like this Bombs are flying, people are dying, children are crying, politicians are lying too. Cancer is killing. Texaco is billing. The whole world's gone to hell. But how are you? I'm super.
2: Thanks for asking. All things considered, I couldn't be better. I'm a
5: thing.
1: I'm feeling
2: super. Nothing bugs me, everything is
5: super when you're, don't you think I look cute in this hat?
0: I'm so sorry, Mr. Cripple, but I just can't feel too bad for you right now, because I'm feeling so insanely stupid, that even the fact that you can't walk can't bring me down.
1: could I'm stupid!
0: No, nothing but me! Everything is super yeah. when you're Don't you think I look cute in this hat? These little pants with
1: magic ties, I got it! i super! Him up! he's super and he's to be Everything okay. is super when you're yeah.
2: Yeah, so uh, everything is super when you're gay as he sings his fabulous song to the boys there Mm -hmm. and all of the USO. And yes, you heard at the end, they wanted that encore presentation. Encore, give me one more. And and like that was right at the height
4: of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So like them popping for that song is just a huge fucking joke in and of itself.
2: Oh, interesting
3: i remember when they were trying to institute a rainbow ribbon you could still serve but you had to identify yourself as
2: being gay
4: oh my god yeah thank god that i missed that
3: that did not happen it didn't no. go through
4: but. yeah but like, oh, that would. Wow.
3: Could you imagine if that was if that actually
2: happened? Now, that would have been horrible.
4: That would have been fucking terrible. Like, and they
2: literally would have put the on, the homosexual people on the front line. It would have right. turned into operations. say, stand
3: behind the homos. Don't, just, for God's sake, don't get shot.
4: I was gonna say, what's next? Putting the yellow patch on the sleeve for for the Jews. And if
2: the almost right. fell behind the blackest. Right, and, 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 and instead of right. Emancipation Proclamation, but, have, have you heard Stonewall? of the, Stonewall? the Stonewall, riots. Stonewall. Stonewall. Stonewall riots? So yes, uh, yeah, that would have been crazy. And then, of course, during the next, uh, during one of the, we'll get there. But you you kind of alluded to that. To protect our planes and <laughs> tanks. So bad. It is. It's protect our planes and tanks too. If, if it gets,
4: if the plane gets hit, it's fucking hit anyway. I don't understand why they need to put the people there. No that, that's I, we need the reindeer wolf castle. That's the joke gif. But that's the joke. That's the joke.
0: <laughs> you suck, McBain. Did you ever notice how men always leave the toilet seat up? That's the joke.
3: You suck, McBain.
0: Now, my Woody Allen impression. I'm a neurotic nerd who likes to sleep with little girls.
1: Hey, that really sucked.
0: Right?
2: So as we mentioned, Cartman ran away without turning off the power, causing Mm -hmm. the mole, unfortunately. He does dig the hole. He gets up on stage, but because Cartman didn't turn off the power, the alarm goes off. And what happens? Well... Guard dogs go after him. Shit, shit. I fucking Fucking hate
4: guard dogs. dogs. Shit, shit. Fucking fucking guard dogs. Shit. Fucking guard dogs. Shit.
2: Shit. So Kyle and Stan desperately try to run the stage to prevent the execution, but unfortunately, uh, Kyle cannot bring himself to stand up to his mom, and Sheila orders to start it. Now, before it can start, though, um, before this happens, the more. Oh, the, mole makes, the mole makes his way back down the hole, and he goes, who didn't – I thought – did you not turn out the power? And was like, uh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> and, uh, well, unfortunately, uh, the mole is killed due to the guard dogs. <laughs> so – but as he dies, he does sing, like, a really nice song. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a nice
4: homage to the La Resistance song. It's, it is. I
2: think they call it a reprise or
4: something if you're going to like break down musical theater like that. Again, right. I'll turn in my man card at the end of the episode.
2: That's okay. I was a Thespian. Um, all right, let's Same. go ahead. We'll go into that clip. Here.
1: Come on. Sheet. Sheet. Fucking goddamn God. sheet. The alarms. They went off. Yeah, that was my bad. Sorry it's so so very cold. There is no hope now, you must get out of here. We can't leave without you. It's okay, I'm done for. No, we can't leave without you. We don't know where the hell we are. Where is your God when you need him? Huh? Where is your beautiful, merciful faggot now? (laughs) Here I come, God. Here I come, you fucking rat. (laughs) Now the light she fades, and darkness settles in. But I will find strength. No more, hang on. I will find pride within. We'll get you home. Because although I die, I can't face my mother. Freedom will be won, not alone. Though I die, the resistance lives on.
4: Shit, right? So this movie made me want to read Les Miserables, by the way. Interesting.
2: Because like, of
4: I, all the references. Well,
2: after that part, I'm just gonna, I, I just I just want to let you know, after that point, I was ready to go join the protests and the riots. I was mm-hmm. like, and though I die, la resistance lives, lives. Oh <laughs> Shit! Shit, right? No, we literally don't know where we're at. Right? <laughs> no, we... <laughs> they didn't even care about it we don't fucking know where we're at
4: (laughs) shit sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) shit fucking hate court dogs so unfortunately now at this point in time Kyle and Stan now are desperately running to the stage to prevent the execution Uh, and Stan tells Kyle dude you gotta talk to your mom (laughs) unfortunately Kyle being (laughs) Pussy that he is here cannot bring himself to stand up to his mom, and then Sheila's like, "Pull the switch, Mister Garrison." The switch, Mister Garrison. I'm, wait a minute. Hey, I'm supposed to be anonymous. <laughs> so before it can like fully start, well, actually no, they, they flip the and switch. Mr. And Mister ex- Hat
4: has an executioner's hood too, right?
2: So, but before it can actually start, or I mean, they start the execution. It goes off. Unfortunately, it's. Uh, the, the execution is stalled as the Canadians launched a surprise attack. Now Cartman does rush to turn off the electric chair and, uh, you know, save Terrence and Philip, And he receives a mild jolt that does cause the V chip to malfunction. Now the Americans, of course, and Canadians are battling each other. Terrence goes, Hey, that little fat kid saved save us. us. <laughs> uh, Stan and uh, and Kyle are trying to run after Terrence and Philip. They're like, we have to get you to the rendezvous. But then a bomb goes off and you see some splash damage. They go flying face and Stan goes flying face first into a puddle while not also knocking him unconscious. Um, while he's knocked out, uh, Kyle and Cartman are running around and Kyle's like Kyle's like, dude, fuck this, let's get out of here. And Cartman's like, You don't have to tell me quite. So they're running through <laughs> the field and they find Mr. Garrison, and Mr. Garrison's like, Here, take Mr. Hat, get him out of here. <laughs> I Later on, after this, like, there's a bomb that goes. Cartman goes, "What the hell?" Or, or no, he goes, "Kyle, all those times that I said you were a Jew, I didn't mean it. You're not a Jew." No, no, Cartman, I am a Jew. Yeah, yeah, you'll be too hard on yourself, Kyle. And he, goes, <laughs> and he goes, "What the hell am I hanging on to this for?" And then he throws Mr. Hat. And you hear Mr. Garrison in the background. Mr. Hat, no, no. Oh man. Oh,
3: this, this is great. So, is this uh, is this where Mister Hat goes missing? I believe this is, so.
2: Yes, yeah, and uh, we'll see, and we'll explain that here. Yes, but this is actually the reason why Mister Hat actually leaves the show. Um, so, <laughs> uh, after that uh, explosion happens, Stan is knocked unconscious. Now, he uh, in his has like a dream, and in his dream, he uh, he encounters the clitoris, a giant clitoris. <laughs> Now, uh, he finds out that this uh, clitoris is all-knowing entering resenting, of course, a, giant, a gigantic disembodied version of the anatomy part. The clitoris tells him to save Terrence and Philip, and he goes, hold on, dude. I've been looking for you this whole time, and you're going to tell me right now how I get Wendy to like me. And Wendy's like, dude, you just have to be confident. Chicks love confidence, <laughs> um, which she's not wrong. And then uh, he wakes up and he, he uh, wakes up to Gregory and Wendy and all of them. And, oh, I see that you have failed in your mission. I should not have sent a boy to do a man's job. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Stan's like, come on, everybody. So uh, he um, he takes the law resistance crew with them. Meanwhile, Sheila, watching the war, uh, still convinced that Mac was doing the right thing. Uh, but the other member is angrily saying that, uh, that this has gone too far. Like, you, we have to go save our kids before they get killed. And then uh, <laughs> Terrence and Philip do are are try. They're like walking through the bi- the bomb field, and they're like, "Hey Philip, I just fought it. You did." <laughs> <laughs> so they're still cutting off fart jokes as their life is on the line here.
0: Terrence and Philip are
2: trying. Yeah, Terrence and Philip are trying to escape, but the American forces and Sheila corner them. Just as they are about to be killed, Stan, Kyle, and the rest of Law Resistance show up, and Kyle stands right in front of him and she, uh, of Terrence of Film and goes, no, mom, I'm not going to let you kill him. Uh, and then he goes into one of his, you know, I learned something today type of speeches and, and says that Stan, Stan says it's more than about fart jokes. It's about freedom of speech and censorship. And then Kyle, Kyle says to his mom that, you know, uh, did you forget that your own son is Canadian? And this kind of shocks the troops, the, the mm-hmm. troops, if you will. And then says, uh, you know, I, I don't want uh, a mom that's going to go off and fight a war. Uh, and fighting all these battles that, you know, he just wants him to be his mom and that she shouldn't blame Canada because it's his fault. He saw the movie. Uh, and then, the, of course, the American forces seeing that Kyle has a, a point. They start crying. Poor little, poor little fellow. <laughs> He's supposed to be with his mom. Poor little fellow.
1: <laughs> no! <laughs>
2: right. Sheila refusing to submit any wrongdoings. Shoots mm-hmm. Terrence and Philip anyway. Much to Kyle's shock. And a horror, and then as soon as that blood touches the ground, Saddam and Satan bust out of hell, breaking havoc. (laughs) Chef, at one point, good job, Miss Good job, Mrs. Brethlowski. Thanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, they start uh, American forces try to kill Saddam at first, and he just starts laughing. (laughs) His body being bulletproof and being dead, right? And uh, Stan is quickly pushed aside by Saddam, who makes everyone, including the Canadian and American forces, bow down to him. And then – but unfortunately, Stan shows up, and he's like,
1: now, bow down to me, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> S- uh, Saddam?
0: Right, Saddam can and- we
2: talk Right, and and Kenny insists of him coming out of hell with Saddam. Mm-hmm. He insists to say that now is the time to stand up to Saddam. But Satan can't bring himself to do so. Um, so Then Saddam orders a big statue. And he goes, uh, uh, get, "Go ahead and set up a big statue exactly where that fat kid is standing." And then, Cartman who you got fat? Sorry. Right, and that's where, and that's where his V chip starts to go off. So, guys, of course, we're going to show you this clip. This clip is all going to be on YouTube, and it will be here on the audio because this is just this is the height of Cartman right here. I mean, this is mm-hmm. this is the epitome of of Cartman himself here. Statue of me right over there. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I love this part with Kyle.
4: Yeah, Cartman, do it.
2: Yeah, yeah do it,
4: Cartman. And it just like does <laughs> all the uh anime camera changes and stuff.
0: The
2: anime right there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Prince,
4: tempos, <laughs> and like, obviously, everyone knew they were going for Goku there. Hey. Oh.
1: Okay. Oh, not. What? bitch, my Streisand!
4: I love that Barbara Streisand is the ultimate star. The swear. ultimate, yeah.
0: What are you
1: want, it for, bitch? Destroy him! Come
0: on, you wait, stupid! Come
1: back and save me. Bucket, right. okay. I have had enough of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. Relax, guys. Yeah.
2: yeah, but as we, as we'll find out later, Saddam Hussein's not dead because where is he going to go? Detroit. Detroit. I was just going to uh, ask. Where's he going to go Detroit. Am I going Detroit? Where's hey, where's yeah, so yes, uh, Saddam finally brings himself uh, and he kills him. And Saddam, or if you will, he's dead from this movie. So Satan now thanks Kenny for his help and he offers him one wish. And uh, Kenny, despite the chance to come back to life, wishes for everything to return to how it was before the war. Uh, much to the army and the boys surprised uh, Satan grants his wish, and then he returns to hell. But as he leaves, he goes, he finds Mr. Garrison. ha! how are you? Would you like to come with, uh, with, uh, with me? To oh, spot? yeah, he finds Mr. Hat. Would you like to come with me to hell? Well, sure, we could be real pals. <laughs> sure, Mr. Satan, I'd like that. <laughs> we could be real pals. So Kenny then takes down his hood for the first time, says goodbye, everyone, and disappears. That's our first time we see Kenny ever. Uh, everything then returns to normal. Uh, Sheila apologizes to Kyle for not paying attention to him after Kyle explained that Cartman had saved everybody and decided to end her anti Canadian protest for good. Uh, Wendy, of course, kisses Stan. He actually throws up, but she's okay with it. Uh, and then uh, Wendy admits that she never liked Gregory, much to Stan's delight. No, fuck Gregory. Fuck him right in the ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Clitoris. That's what Stan goes. <laughs> Thank you, Clitoris. <laughs> Kyle even mentions to uh, his mom, you see, you see mom, it was all because of Cartman's filthy fucking mouth that saved us all. Um, And then of course they go into the ending song, just like the beginning. Now a very long song, the mountain town reprise song. And uh, at the end of this number, the boys appear to see a meteor shower shooting from the ground. And uh, Kenny is finally going up to heaven where he is met with uh, boobies and titties. Boobies. And uh, we that that will be our outro song for this episode as the Mountain Town end episode. But, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. Now, there is, I want to ask you this Scoop, did you stick around for the, watch the end?
3: Watching I Eat the Rat, yeah.
2: Did you watch that, yeah? Okay, now for those who might not have seen it, this is not available on VHS, or so, I'm sorry, it's only available on VHS now. They don't actually produce this scene anymore. I don't even think it's available on the DVD. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go full screen here so the viewers can at least see it. If you've never seen it here, then this will be your opportunity to check out this ending scene. I never thought a man could eat so many.
1: Guys up there is, hold
2: it. So there you go. That's, uh, that's him eating that rat. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end. Of the South Park bigger, longer, uncut review of the movie itself. Stick around now, because we're going to get into our next segment, and that segment is some trivia. We're going to wait on the what to Kenny say here. I got to, I got to bring up the music. We're, let's go ahead and get into our trivia and pop culture here. Now, uh, there's a lot, guys. So here's what I'd like to do. I don't want to make us read all of it. I feel like there was some stuff in here that we kind of talked about already in the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, Ian, if you could go ahead and start us off here. Why don't, why don't you read like the first four or five while I get the music queued up for the next segment? <clears throat>
3: Let's see. Uh, the plot for season one episode, Death Foreshadows the Film's Plot, Mothers Against Canada. If you didn't you remember that, that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm.
2: You when that the episode, uh, Joe, like earlier from the season? from Like season one?
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Where they're setting up the uh, plot for this was technically that was like their primer episode, if you will, for trying to yeah. get rid of Terrence up when they're slinging themselves up against the fucking side of the building. Yep, <laughs> yep. But that's not what gets them. It's oh, it's their, 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 their them shitting from the. Looks like I got out a case of the mud butts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe that's
3: what we should do instead of protesting. Just start
2: taking shits
3: everywhere. Oh my god,
2: that would bro, oh. I might do it actually. I'll that shit would get on... shit
4: done. Can I shit on a mayor's desk like Cartman Dude. did Garrison's? What's up, bro? What's up?
1: Yeah, Cut yeah, down your Cut oh,
3: down your Somebody's got some green apple splatters today. <laughs> when the main mothers are singing about their boys and blame Canada, Kyle's the only one of the four main boys not to be mentioned.
4: Yeah. Because it was never about the boys to Sheila. And like her and her own sons. Yeah. Which I mean, points out the hypocrisy of so many, um, so many things. That's another like nice, subtle kind of fuck you to, uh, most people.
3: <laughs> this is the first out of four times women's breasts are actually seen when the second being Babe's Boobs Destroys Society, the third in Major Boobage, and the fourth in South Park, The Stick of Truth. <laughs> this, despite the large cast in this film, Week Tweak does not appear.
4: Right, and he was just... But like he had only just been introduced to the series, the episode prior to the movie, the Tweak and Craig thing, the Tweak right. versus Craig fight. So right. like maybe it was something that they hadn't even come up with the character. Maybe it was just something they spaced because they were so fucking cooked by the end of the process. Well, they right. were. I didn't. In I didn't have something
3: that was character yet, or they just didn't have his story yet. Maybe maybe right. they just had his character. Like they like you if you, you notice how they've introduced like they'll put somebody there and when they're not sure how that character's gonna interact with their right. leave them there silent for a little while. Yeah, like right Craig anything, and Clyde
2: and exactly. Yeah. Before so I think you continue, at this point. What what I was gonna say is um that I do know since you're talking about uh characters, new characters that I don't know if I wrote it down there in the trivia and everything, but i read somewhere or was an interview with matt stone and trey parker and they said the biggest regret from this movie was that they didn't include more of butters uh they had wished uh, that Butters had, had, a, had more of a pivotal role in, the, in this because butters yeah, ended up becoming I, such I a pivotal role itself yeah and he's there in the movie now he hasn't gotten his own episode yet because we haven't reviewed butters very own episode I mean, that,
4: that's not until season five i think yeah
2: hmm. exactly so he doesn't really become a mainstream character until the fifth season. So, but they said they wish they had done something more with Butters in this movie. Happy
0: happy
4: anniversary! To happy happy, happy anniversary from everyone at Bennigan's. <laughs> happy, All right, happy.
2: I'll, read, I'll, I'll I'll read some of the next ones here. Uh, the colors in the movie are a lot darker than in the TV series, and this is pop- possibly due to low film slash uh, telecine quality. If, I don't know if you noticed that. You mentioned you thought the uh, the voices were a little bit different too, mm-hmm. uh, Scoop, and I just think they were probably working with better equipment.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I that, and that's why I thought it was darker because they were working with better equipment because they had a b- bigger budget or something. I didn't realize it was because of lower quality. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm gonna skip this next one. Go to the Jesus one. Jesus is seen three times in this film. First, being in the crowd pan uh, in the briefing room to the left of Officer Barb I mentioned I saw that in the army when they're walking through the streets. It's so weird to see Jesus in the army. Yeah, um, and then and then before Kyle hides in the attic, and then finally right at the back of the crowd scene at the end. By the way, Saddam Hussein's there, and Jesus had already fought in him in Jesus versus Saddam earlier. We've reviewed that episode. Uh, so why... Um, Damien, we reviewed it in the Damien episode. So why didn't Jesus fight him? That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. But he should have been right there on the front line, right? Uh, now, uh, Saddam Hussein is voiced by Matt Stone, but in the credits, it does say his voice by Saddam Hussein himself. That was funny. Like <laughs> yeah, I always pop for that. That's awesome. Uh, now, me. as I mentioned, I did mention this throughout th- in the first episode, Conan O'Brien does die, but... Uh, Because of how the end of this movie happens with Kenny wishing everything going back to normal, it's possibly that basically everybody is alive, right? Nobody died. Um, Saddam died when he was killed by wild boars at the end of the movie. Um, He dies again when he's impaled by a large spike. However, he is going to be back in season four for the do the handicap go to hell, which we'll get to that one um, in about a couple months here on the uh, YouTube um and then uh there is uh also one more thing about kenny um of course him being the first time you see his face during the opening song kenny wakes up and is in his underwear in a scene from behind that was actually the first time we saw his hair uh however if you freeze frame it at the point where he zips up his hood you can see a lock of his hair and his mouth a little bit of a investigation there for you um you want to read the next one uh during the scene there uh scoop
3: during the scene where everybody is where everyone is meeting for La Résistance, Francis is seen wearing Clyde Donovan's clothes. The movie was res- was released in between the season three episode "Tweak the Craig" and "Sexual Harassment Panda," which is say, our next episode. Mm.
2: Sexual Harassment panda. panda. Now get into this one. I always thought this was an interesting fact too.
3: <clears throat> Damien Thorne, a character from the episode of the same name and son of Satan, is seen at the movie theater watching Terrence of Philip Asks of Fire. When the kids watch it the second time, he is seen sitting on the left of Stan. Originally, Damien was to play as a supporting character, but the idea was ultimately scrapped.
2: Another weird question, mm. right? Like, it, yeah. it, you could have had Satan's son in it, you had Jesus in it, and there was no callback to that. That was my only complaint about this movie is they had made right. such a pivotal point of giving Jesus the opening Jesus versus Santa and Jesus versus Frosty then Jesus versus Satan and introducing Damien So, uh,
5: Do you
3: think they just be...
2: couldn't
3: come up with a good enough story for this or uh, maybe it would have dragged on too long do you think
2: probably something like that Sorry. i also think that they no it's fine i also think that the member they i think that they which we'll go about here they they, they talked about having to make a lot of changes due to the mpaa oh, I wonder yeah. if, so if there might have been, been scenes be like with damien and stuff like that where they like, no, would have been considered or... mpaa right yeah right right, right. Okay. okay okay yeah um, there is such a thing, of course, it's called V-chip in real life. It's used on TVs for parents to block content that is intended for mature audiences or contain <laughs> pornographic. Dude, my parents never used the V-chip. Did anybody, did your guys' parents ever use the V-chip? Nope.
3: They tried. Not they like tried. A, I don't know, but they, they use parental
4: block.
2: On parental movies. block? Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, you had to put no, in a and- code to unlock the channel. Yeah, which was basically what the V-chip did, too.
2: Right. I mean my parents put a code on the pay-per-view, but not on the actual television channels or anything like that. Right, you know right. I mean. And it was more like a they they I mean at that point you could do by rating. So it was like mm-hmm. you're blocked from making any M A R 14 PG. So when you're a kid, you're like, well, I'll just whatever. I got the movie already on Rated G. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, now, interesting in the German version of this film, uh, during the pornographic scene, a <laughs> German fucking changed it to British. They were like, No, 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 it's a British, scheisse.
4: British scheisse. <laughs> which really kind of surprised me because, like, the Germans usually own that. Like, they're like, Oh, yeah, no, we're totally liberated. Fuck Yeah, I don't
2: know. They made funny bot, and funny bot kills everybody. So, I don't know. Awkward, awkward, awkward. This was interesting. Uh, I found this the boys. Um, seem to be more mild mannered like normal kids before watching The Ass is a Fire. They try to set that up like, oh, what a picture perfect child, just like Jesus. He's tender and mild. Right? Like he's like such this nice little boy. But really, they're fucking horrible kids already. So mm-hmm. I, I, that, that was a little weird. Um, and then uh, this was interesting. The VH1 special Trey Parker said that he heard that Stephen Sondheim, a famed musical theater producer and composer, by the way, who makes his uh, well, later you appearance in the showdown. respect you, bro. I respect you, bro. I respect, I respect you, bro. bro. What right, bro? I do, bro. I, do, I, do, right. I do
4: respect you, bro. All right, right, all right. bro. all right,
0: all right, all right, all right. The bro down right. is over. Let's bro out. <laughs> I'm so glad we can put our differences aside because that's what bros <laughs> do. That's what bros <laughs> do.
2: That do. is what bros do. Right, do and sometimes was probably cool with that too. Fun. Yep. Oh yeah, of course. He thought it was fucking awesome. I bet. <laughs> When they do positive stuff, like when they did the Caesar Malone, like have you watched the Caesar Malone? Oh my god! Yes. No, he's I a, have to a, watch a, that now. Oh yeah, he watches his. He watch. There's a video of a 25 minute video, video of him watching his own episode, and he loves it. He's like, "Man, they got everything right. They got my hair. They got my clothes." Because <laughs> he he's in love with it.
4: He loved the episode. That's fantastic. Um, John so, Edward probably fucking hates it.
2: <laughs> oh, John, biggest douche of the world. Yes, you are the biggest dude. Uh one of the band episodes, which we will review here, guys. That is season five, episode number two, Hell Super yeah. Best Friends.
4: Yes, yes. That's um, the one where absolutely. he does a line, isn't it?
2: Who? Is that the one oh, where the Buddha does a line? Yes. Buddha, can you not do a line in front of the kids? Sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, as we mentioned we played there th- i'm gonna skip this next one but as we mentioned uh at the end of vhs version of the film ike says guys out there is herded and eats a rat and there's a quick shot of the movie theater playing ass as a fire with the doors opening the boys leaving uh, no audio is heard on that part and only a brief clips that shot is removed from the dvd this was ranked uh at one time magazine's number six in the 25 all-time best animated films but this movie made the 2001 Guinness World of Records for having approximately 399 swear words and more than 400 offensive gestures.
0: <laughs>
2: and Bucky this Scarface, right? And this right here, ladies and gentlemen, which I like that South Park did this too. This was the last time we see Stan throw up around Wendy until, like, for another 10 years. So uh, I like that he got over his uh, throw up here at the end of that movie by getting his confidence, right.
4: Mhm.
2: yeah I can relate.
4: Like I no, no, I like it. I'm just saying I can relate with Stan and like it's just unfortunate that that little bastard got his confidence before I got mine. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh that one uh, hits close to home. And then uh, a couple last things here so we can move on to the what did Kenny say is uh, this was the highest grossing animated feature film with a rated R movie up until 2016, up until four years ago with Seth Rogen's Sausage Party. Which, by the way, I mean, Sausage Party is not bad, but it's not better than South Park. No, but I mean, it just happened to make more money. Yep. That's all. I mean, I will say there's some fucking hilarious parts in Sausage yeah. Party. Like when the dude is tripping on drugs and that's when they start talking to him. That mm-hmm. was great. Uh, and when they're all having sex with each other in the supermarket, that's the whole point is the hot dog wants to fuck the bun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I enjoyed the movie. It's
4: good stoner comedy. I just can't believe it made more money than South Park. Right. I wonder and I wonder if, if adjusted for inflation, that still holds true.
2: Interesting. I don't know. We'd have to look into that further, but this was the last uh, theatrical film movie to release. I'm sorry. This was the last animated theatrical feature film to be released on an adult animated show up until Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, I actually remember this next bit as a kid. On July 3rd, 2003, Comedy Central was given permission to air this movie completely uncensored. Uh, Guys, that's how I watched this movie. (laughs) I watched this movie at 13 uh, in the middle of the night on midnight and it was uncensored so that was my first viewing of this movie obviously i was only 13 so my parents wouldn't take me to see the movie (laughs) and they wouldn't even let me watch south park i was having to stay up late use my tivo and then delete it immediately after right (laughs) so like
4: like comedy central after this started using that slot um once every few months or so to start playing stuff uncensored like they played eddie murphy shit uncensored after that at some point and yep yep
2: yeah like, which, it's very true it, it definitely this movie set the precedence for letting comedy central play
4: uncensored the content
2: at, in the middle of the night which which is nice because even now like i'll still go back like i'm at work in the middle of the night and i'll turn it on i'm like yeah uncensored right uh, right so all right well we have held off long enough ladies and gentlemen it is time scoop are you ready for one Two,
0: three.
2: What did Kenny say? Yeah, what did Kenny say? (laughs)
4: All right, That's my first go. time hearing
2: that. That's pretty jaunty. I enjoy it. It's uh, uncopyrighted game show music used right. by multiple people, including Being the Elite. I heard it like a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, I, I used that track. Um, so, yes, yeah, so what did Kenny say? It starts off with Stan saying, dude, dude, wake up. And Kenny says, he-, he says, coming. And, right. And Stan says, Kenny, the Terrence and Phil movie's coming out. You want to come? And Kenny says, yeah, dude, come on, let's go. And then Mrs. McCormick appears at the door and says, "Where do you think you're going?" He said, "To the new Terence and Phillip movie." Mrs. McCormick says, "You can't. You have to go to church." But Mom, see- I want to see this movie. You're right? Here's some foreshadowing too, right here. It is definitely some foreshadowing. Yeah. But she says, Mom, I want to see this movie, and Mrs. McCormick says, "Well, fine. You go ahead and miss church. And then when you die and go to hell, you can just answer to Satan." Okay. Okay. And then uh, they're singing. Uh, Stan goes, "You can see your breath hanging in the air. You see a homeless person, but you just don't care to see your smiles in which we'd be glad to drown. Don't you know it's like a perfect winter day? And then I'm glad to say that's right." And that's uh, Kenny's part. Yep. Uh, and then uh, after we got that part, uh, Cartman joins them, uh, and they get they're singing some more here because they uh, when they get to the end of the song. Uh, they say, um, that's right, it's Sunday morning, a quiet little redneck mountain. Kenny, you, s, a. So he sings mm-hmm. before that, right? Um, so that, that was his uh, that was his next line, if you if you will. Um, mm-hmm. and then after that, uh, here, let's see, uh, we then go into uh, the school classroom here, where we don't need to go over that one again, guys. I think yeah. you know what he says. He says, fuck, fuck. He says, fuck. So, and then they get sent to the principal's office after what did, after uh, that part here, we then moved on. Scoop, what was the next thing that uh, Kenny said here? So
3: when he's talking to uh, Cartman, um, Cartman says, yeah, but you know, that whole part about lighting farts is bullshit. You can't do that. And Kenny's saying, yeah, you can. No way. Yes, you can. You can, you too can't light a fart on fire. Okay, Kenny, I'll bet you a hundred dollars. You can't light a fart on fire. Yes, you can check it out. Pulls out when he pulls out a mat and lights the spark on fire, and then when he dies, Holy shit, dude! Ah, uh, shit.
2: Oh, my god, oh my god, oh my god, this stick, this stick is on fire! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Carmen. <laughs> so Kenny dies, holy and then uh, after, uh, holy r- shit, dude. Well, hold on, Kenny oh, dies. Oh, I
4: thought he said it when he got burned too.
2: Right, but not yet. We're not there. Basically, he dies and the, the I'm sorry, he's burning on fire. Then the ambulance, the salt, as we mentioned, crashed in, he covered it. Then we go into the hospital's office and the doctor goes, damn it, I'm not going to lose this kid. Close him up. We've done all we can. The rest mm-hmm. is up to God. And then, guess Kenny's slowly coming through. He, he goes, Kenny, mm-hmm. can, can you hear me? And he goes, oh, holy shit, dude. And the doctor okay. goes, uh, how you? How you feeling, son? He's like a sick animal. This is great, son. I've got some bad news for you. We've accidentally replaced your heart with a baked potato. You have about three seconds to live. What? Boom. Kenny dies. (laughs) Explodes. And then that's, of course, when they say, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. You bastards. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Holy shit, dude. Right, so then uh, we get the song, Kenny goes to hell, he goes, what the hell, and Satan drops in next to him, he goes, fallen one, I am Satan, I am your god now. And then Kenny screams, oh my god! Runs away, and Satan says, there is no excuse. Now, feel the delightful pain. And then as Kenny is, uh, you know, getting pulled apart, ow, oh, that hurts, he says, Saddam shows up and goes, hey, Satan, did you hear the news? Why'd spoke out up on Earth? meet Saddam Hussein, my partner in evil, And Kenny goes, huh? <laughs> I was saying, you're hogging out of pad. Yeah. Yeah, man, this is getting me so hot. <laughs> hey, what the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> right? Kenny's like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so after that, uh, you know, Cartman or Kenny then goes up to Earth uh, where Cartman is, seeing, is sleeping. He goes, hey, dude. As he comes out under the covers and Kenny's all, he's all, ah, oh, spooky ghost. He goes, <laughs> you can't be afraid of me. He, ah, sp- he goes, what's the matter? You can't be afraid of me. And Cartman goes, Kenny, is that you? And he goes, yes, it's Satan. He's coming right now. Satan is coming here. That's right. He's going to bring Saddam Hussein with him. Um, so unfortunately, uh, uh, freaked out Cartman, Cartman. And Cartman was like, ah, his mom comes in. And he's like, hey, mom, I think Kenny's all picked out at me. Because I bet him $100 he let his friend out back. <laughs>
3: Because
2: Kenny's like, that's right, they're both gonna come right now. And then, as he screams, and then later on outside in the hall, Satan is sobbing. Kenny appears and he wakes up to him and he goes, What's wrong? And Satan goes, Oh, uh, soon the world will belong to me. And then Kenny says, No, what's wrong, dude? And he breaks down, says, It's Saddam, he doesn't nurture my emotions, he just wants sex. You can't learn to communicate. Kenny says, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just fucking leave him? And Satan says, you're right. I should leave him. I am going to tell him. Saddam, I'm going to urge the rule alone. I'm strong, and I don't need him. Kenny's like, good for you. <laughs> and then we go later on. Kenny says, Cartman, can you deliver a message for me, please? When Cartman's trying to shut off the switch. And Car- Kenny- Cartman turns around. Kenny presents himself, seems to... Tell Cartman that time is running out. Son of a gun. Kenny says, just tell them that they're coming right now. And Cartman's like, they're coming? And Kenny's like, yes, they're coming right now. They're coming? And Cartman's like, but our moms won't listen to us. And, and Kenny's like, I'm telling you the last time they're coming. And he freaks out and Then as we mentioned at the end, Kenny says for his final wish after the war ends, and he says, I wish that everything would go back to the way it was. And now this was kind of a spoof on them. If you actually – I've looked up 10 different scripts for this line. They purposely put this in the script where it goes, I know, but I learned something today. In the end, Mm -hmm. and I knew I had to do it for all the lives in the world. So they purposely muffled it. There is no lines there. Ladies and gentlemen, scoop. That's what, what Kenny, Kenny said. said. All right, guys. So that's what Kenny said here. And let's, oh, wow. we're going to wrap. that was a lot i know that's a big movie guys a big movie um it's a a big movie it's a big now i'm gonna quickly go through some pop culture here there they they talked about star trek they talked about the v-chip and the dragon ball z during the fight scene Mm -hmm. uh kenny is taken to the hospital and they uh they they referenced uh doctor shows if you will er yeah Mm -hmm. barbara streisand was used as a reference for a swear word Mm -hmm. Uh, the plot of Law Resistance and the Boy Named the Mole is a reference to the musical Les Miserables. Les, Les, Les Miserables. I don't know how to pronounce it. Les Miserables. Les Miserables? Yeah. Les, 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 Les Miserables. Miserables. Yep. We are not French. We are America. This is America. Greatest country in the land. We're freedom fries. <laughs> anyway. Freedom uh, fries. Uh, many of the musical numbers are... Many of the musical numbers are melody-parody-Disney songs from their films, if you didn't pick that up, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why e- this is even not uh, mentioned in the eighth draft to the script where the Mountain Town lyrics are listed. Very happy Disney-esque music squirrels in. And the last bit of pop culture, Kenny McCormick's heart being replaced with a baked potato is a reference to Trey Parker and Matt Stone's earlier mus- movie Cannibal, the musical opening, and it's a shop day with the lyric, my heart is as full as a baked potato. Uh. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> right? Uh, a we couple things here. Guessed. Couple last things here controversy South Park, bigger, longer, uncut is one of the most profanity filled movies ever produced. The film features a song entitled Uncle Fucker in the Terrence and Phillip movie that uses the word fuck 27 times. Uh, The song title was actually originally going to be called The Motherfucker, but it was changed in order to get an R rating instead of the NC 17 rating. As we Mm -hmm. mentioned, the movie, as we mentioned, uh, is often claimed that the film was originally titled South Park, All Hell Breaks Loose. And that the MPAA forced a change to the title. However, Trey Stone and Matt Parker counter-proposed South Park Biggerlawn Hut as a title, which itself is a double entendre. Uh, this version of the events comes directly from Parker and Stone. Richard Taylor, a spokesperson from the MPAA, denies that any film was ever submitted to the title and states the MPAA did not reject the use of the word hell in the title. Uh, The MPA did not realize, though, that Bigger, Longer, and Uncut was a double entendre after the release. Uh, I don't buy that bullshit. Uh, If Matt Stone and Trey Parker said they submitted South Park, All Hell Breaks Loose, and it was denied, I fucking believe them. Yeah. Right. Uh, I believe them.
4: And they probably
2: told them, well, no, it's just a Bigger, Longer,
4: and Uncut episode of the show.
3: And then they were like, all right.
4: Yeah. And then they didn't. And then, like, Matt and Trey are like, we got that one past some fucking assholes.
2: Uh, the movie angered, um, moral conservatives, not only for its heavy use of profanity, but also for its depictation of conservatives starting a war against Canada purely because Terrence and Phillips use of profanity. <laughs> however, the underlying theme it of this think. film, the underlying theme of this film, however, is that it's the responsibility of the parents and guardians to protect their children from what they deem appropriate. And that censorship of anything, particularly in television and movies was simply a parental tool for escaping blame, which is why they sing that song, uh, before they blame us at the end. Uh, let's go here to the end guys. Prior to its release, the film was originally assigned a NC 17 rating by the MPAA. Several cuts were made, to tone down the profanity, as I mentioned before. However, the film was submitted and screened by the MPAA six times before it finally getting an R rating. Um, Paramount Pictures originally suggested the film be rated PG-13. They were not having that, and then right after the film was released, uh, the president said that she regret, or sorry, he regretted not assigning the film an NC-17 rating. Uh, according to Matt Stone and Trey Parker, each time they resubmitted the film to the MPAA. They added something more explicit than before in order to test the MPA ratings patience. Uh, <laughs> and the I last don't... two things here, politics. The film deals with race relations, as we mentioned, war and censorship. The film clearly opposes censorship as an ultimately Eric Cartman's foul mouth that saves the day. In the film, Kyle's mother, Sheila, starts a campaign to censor a Canadian film called Terrence and Philip, asses of the fire, which culminates in a war being waged against Canada by the United States, which is a possible criticism of the perceived over-eagerness of some nations, particularly our own, the United States, to jump to war over unimportant issues. Race relation themes are also touched upon in a sequence in which a group of soldiers designated Operation Human Shield turn out to be entirely black, whereas another troop composed entirely of white soldiers is called Operation Get Behind the Darkies. Um, funny, but fucked up. Uh, yeah. And uh, that is all of your politics, right? I think that's the mm-hmm. only thing. I, yeah. Yep, that's so, it. That's it guys. So, uh, we kind of went over a lot of our stuff, but to wrap up this episode, Joe scoop, I'm going to, I'm going to bow out of this. I'm going to let you guys, if you want to talk about your top likes, uh, Mr. JV, since you're our guest, why don't you go ahead and break them down for us? For sure.
4: Um, my probably three biggest likes from the movie. I agree with Sondheim. It was definitely one of the best musicals of that era. Uh, Uh, stage or movies because it blew anything disney did out of the water just with the message it told and the fact that it had like absolutely zero chill like we said to it earlier uh it was and just musically speaking it's just really good as a musical and technically proficient and all that Um, as I said in the last episode, I will still reference the, I farted once on the set of blue lagoon. Anytime someone says something fucking stupid, it's like partially relevant, but quite. And my third thing was quite possibly my favorite song lyric ever is they may cut your dick in half and serve it to a pig. And though it hurts, you'll laugh and dance a dickless jig. And the fact that it's being sung by an eight-year-old. But it's it, but yeah, like if I had to pick three things, those would probably be the three.
3: My top three would be how the musical aspect. At first, they're the innocent children. They see this movie. It all changes. And some of the great songs that continue out through the movie. Right. Really walking up to that line and dancing on it. The way that these... Matt and Trey always do. And that like one of the things that makes me love their their show so much is they walk right out to that line and they dance on it. Whereas they're not making it where they are, but it's like they're showing society in the light that it is. You know what I mean? Um, One of the, the mole, I wish he would have stayed alive and they could have kept him in further, you know? So he could have stayed in the show and they could have, you know, he could have been a part of the- Well, he technically
2: uh, he's alive. Pod.
3: Yeah, is he? He it's is pushed like,
2: back At the end of the movie. At Everything the the movie. goes yeah. back to the way That's it was right. before the, was war. the war. mole's not dead, so he could te- he has appeared actually in background characters in later episodes. But yeah, they they could technically bring him back. They should be, mm-hmm. they should have brought him. They back. really
4: should, like any they need to insult religion or god again.
3: <laughs> and lastly, Carmen getting the chip and then and then ultimately being what saves them in the end and the whole Barbara Streisand being the ultimate curse. It's just
4: Dog shit taco. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so my top three from this movie. Um, I like the opening uh, sequence, the song. And my favorite part is the when it kicks into the chorus at the end. Um, uh, when all four of them are off to the movies, we shall go. We'll rerun everything that we know. Cause the pa- movies teach us what our parents don't have time to say. And this movie's gonna make our lives complete. Cause Terrence and Philip are sweet. sweet. So I like that. That's probably my first, first one. Second one is I like how they kind of humanize Satan in this show, in this mm-hmm. movie, you know, Satan depicted, he's depicted pretty much in every form of literature cartoons as evil, but in the South park world, they kind of recognize that, that you can't have good without the evil. And if you were the evil guy, what if there were you, what if you didn't want to be evil? Like, what if you just wanted to be a god? So unfortunately, uh, he's down in hell. But they humanized him a little bit and, you know, kind of made you uh, almost empathize with Satan. Right. Um, so for him, Right. And then my number one thing, my number one thing from this reason, from this movie, is the Uncle Fucker song.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, and primarily, because what is the last line in that song, Scoop?
3: shut your fucking face
2: uncle fucker oh my god no joe he needs to get this what that's well, u-n-c-l-e fuck you uncle fucker oh, no, that's right.
3: they spell it out
2: <laughs> no it's u-n-c-l-e fuck you uncle fucker. suck my balls come on man that's the
0: name of our fucking show suck my balls <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: God,
2: ladies and gentlemen, that was
3: my oh point. that they really
4: oh my I mean, god!
2: It's my... the end of the fucking song.
4: It's the end of the song.
2: Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> uh, oh Scoop has embarrassed himself here live on the show. Anyway, hey, so I'm yes, not yeah, not at all. So yes, that is how the song ends. It goes uncle, fuck you, uncle fucker, and then it goes, and then it t- Philip goes, my suck my balls. my balls, suck my balls that's the whole premise of our show ladies and gentlemen this has been another edition of check nah. now we're not going to give you a top or anything because it's a movie so there's only one it's just a great movie uh, however we encourage you to send us your thoughts on the movie because um, you know what we'd love to hear from you as well as anytime you'd like to give us feedback on any of the upcoming episodes you can see what episode we're going to review next based on the current episode that's up so if you'd like to give us feedback on the next upcoming episode, send us your email to suckmyballspod at gmail.com. Follow us, Twitter, and on Instagram at suckmyballspod. Like us on Facebook at South Park Pod. Follow all our sponsors, homie Media Group and RatsaladReview.com, as well as the Brocers.com, olive zordo'soliveoil.com and the Tech Mean Ride Home Podcast. Joe, where can the weirdos, beardos, and people who like to eat Honey Nut Cheerios, cheerios find you?
4: I can find it on uh, Facebook slash JV Vernola, Twitter also JV Vernola. Um, we will be having uh, the 11th annual Slave to the Death match coming up on October 3rd. That will be on iPaperView view and Fight TV. Um, man, where else can they find me? Uh, twitch.tv slash JV the Nine.
2: And uh, Scoop, do you have any parting words for us before we leave today? One love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, suck our balls. Thanks for joining us for another edition. We'll be back next week with sexual harassment. And
0: everything worked out. What a happy end. Americans and Canadians are friends again. So let's all join hands and knock, press and
5: die.
1: Terrence and Phillip are sweet super sweet!
5: Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls, The Infinite Fringe, I watch a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast, and the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like podcast and the Laughcast. So check out RatsoundReview.com or search RatsoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more.
1: En jung og juletid sneen jang, Han frem i regn og blæst med et, der hans hest Jing, chang,
4: Vi sad i højentårn
0: Ting-tjang-ting-lu-si-lej Og ventede ham samt til form
1: ting
4: tjang lu si lej
0: Men natten
4: gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang
1: Ting-tjang-lu Ting-tjang-lu Ting-tjang-ting-lu-si-lej Den næste dag vil morven røje. Ching chong ching lo tsilai.
0: De fandt den stakkolsyng god døde. Ching chong ching lo tsilai. Han dækkede var af sne og is, men hører nu op
4: i paradis. Ching chong LU,
1: ching chong LU, ching
3: chong ching lo tsilai. Vi fayu nod vær nod ching chang ching lusi lai for da han tøde bli han vod ching chang ching lusi lai men sådan kan vi altså gå når man går uden hue på ching chang lu ching chang lu ching chang ching,
0: Nu fik den beskid
1: Ting-tjang-ting-lu til dig
0: Hun kastede sig fra tårnet ned
1: ting tjang lu til dig
0: Nu deler
1: de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting-tjang-lu Ting-tjang-lu tjang jing lu til dig